Alan Makino with Dreammaker Summit and the Leaders Edge. Welcome, welcome. We are here today with uh, Coach Paul Litwak from Toronto, right, Paul? That's yes. right. From Toronto, um, very well known coach. He's he's here to help us with the preview for the Dreammaker Summit, which is occurring next week. Uh, go ahead and check uh, globaldreammakers.com and and you can. See, if you're watching this as the replay after the summit has occurred, then it'll, we'll have a link in there where you can look at uh, some, of the, some of the recordings. But I wanted to talk to Coach Paul. He's been so helpful, <laughs> so helpful in keeping all of this stuff organized and everything upbeat because, you know, sometimes we attract strange energy when we're in transition, right? We are in an entire global transition. And in this time frame, it's really important that we stay clear, that we stay really clear on what is our intention, what are we here for, what are we trying to accomplish, and just focus on that. Focus, stay grounded, and then act from that space. So that's my little thing for today. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk to Coach Paul. Coach Paul is from getunstucknow.org. So you can go jump over to his, his website, open up a tab and go to getunstucknow.org and just hold on to that and then come back here and listen in, listen in. Because Coach Paul is going to be talking to us about, what shall we call it? Let me see, hold on. How to nix negativity now. Yes, <laughs> exactly. What today and, is and the, like. and the reason you're laughing is because earlier today, Bela, you and I had some fun with technology and some of the great things that happened. And what was interesting about it was not that they were happening and they kept happening, uh, but that we somehow found our way to navigate through it in a way that made sense for us and for those who were with us. And it worked. Yes, yes. I, I think it was um, staying grounded. For me, it was staying grounded and clear on what are we trying to do. It's sometimes, sometimes when you're are in, especially when you're in new territory, when you're doing something new or something different, all kinds of noises around you, right? And you just have to stay focused internally. And are are you suggesting that maybe what we're talking about is? Absolutely. But isn't that what life is all about? And especially for entrepreneurs and our leaders of organizations, isn't that what it's like? That's you know, exactly I remember, it. I remember when I had um, had a construction company, you know, I used to have a residential remodeling design build company. And I like what I like to say is I, I helped grow it from a guy and his truck to 13 employees with over a million in sales. <laughs> But you know what it was? It was adult kindergarten. <laughs> it okay. was really like herding cats sometimes because people get so independent and you want them to be independent, but that means you have a team of independent people. <laughs> but, but it isn't that the funny thing too? I mean, yes, it's hard to herd cats, but you can, and that's the key. Yes, yes. So tell, so tell us, Coach Paul, tell us about what you're going to be talking about and or why, why first of all why are you why do you do what you do how did you come around what is your path you know tell us about that absolutely my I, listen we've all had a journey of darkness and you know I'll share a word or two about that i mean i've i've come through some interesting scenarios where 
my coaching, my breakthrough coaching clients say to me, Paul, but you don't understand how hard my life is. Uh, let's just say that pretty much most of the things that they're talking about, uh, I've had to, whether it be health and wealth and wellness and all those other things, uh, I've had my share of those too. But what's interesting about it is that I learned that there's a pattern. Uh, and the pattern is one that I actually learned. I mean, seriously, from the back room to the boardroom on four continents over a period of decades, uh, Fortune 500 organizations, as well as family owned and entrepreneurial and startups, the gamut, I've had experience in all of them. And there's one unique thing which strikes me as profound, which is where my Get Unstuck Now Breakthrough Coaching System came into being. And my topic on Monday about nixing negativity is a core component of it. Here's what it comes down to in essence. Getting stuck is normal. Mm -hmm. Staying stuck is a choice. What yes. does that mean? We can be stuck for seconds at a time. Some of us know people who've been stuck for decades at a time, uh, and some never get out of it. So the Nick's Negativity Now system is actually designed on what you can and must do about negativity wherever you find it. And the subheading is, and what to do when it finds you. Because more often than not, we find ourselves in strange circumstances that either we're not familiar with or haven't quite happened the way that we expected them to. So my entire segment for us next week will be all about, first of all, what is this thing called negativity? And it's probably quite different than what we thought about. In fact, I'll share a joke with you that gets people rolling in the floors. And I have spoken to audiences of 5,000 plus people at a time. I always begin so I'm stealing a little thunder from Monday, but I always begin with a definition of negativity. And I ask people, this is my personal definition of negativity. Can we work with this? Or if we need to change it, can we? So they sit there and they listen. And I say, I think my definition of negativity can best be described as somebody who makes a social gathering so much better just by leaving. <laughs> And it's all about that energy that you get. Now, having said that as a joke, my next key component is to undo and unpack that because there is no such thing as a negative person. Never was, never will be. And when people say to themselves, oh, I'm being negative. Uh, no, that's not true at all. And that's part of the problem of why people go down the rabbit hole. Because they take themselves in a place which A, is not correct, B, is not valid, and C, definitely doesn't serve. So let me explain what I meant by that. We are human beings, and as human beings, we choose whatever energy we'd like in the moment. Negative energy is one of the energies that's available in the moment. So is neutral energy. So is positive energy. Or as people would say to me, uh, so freaking what? Well, here's the so freaking what. If you choose positive energy, you'll likely find better resources to you that were already there. If you choose neutral resources, well, you're in coast. And sometimes it's okay to coast and it's okay to float and it's okay just to resonate and percolate and just be, and that's perfectly fine. And then there are other times when you choose to harness negative energy. And I will tell you conclusively, convincingly, and as many different resources as you'd like to draw to try to figure it out otherwise, that this is the legit deal. Negative energy is necessary 
to exist in the world. Our atoms are positive and negative. Uh, 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 in the atom, we have positive. You need to have one and the other. But here's the key. You don't need to harness them both. So the fact that they're there does not mean you need to use them. And that's what nixing negativity is really all about. To say, in the moment, where are we? Do we draw positive? Do we draw negative? Do we draw neutral? And which will serve us best in this particular moment? I will tell you, there's absolutely nothing wrong with choosing negative energy. However, if you are going to do it, you want to be doing it in a way that it can bring you more quickly to what you would receive and benefit from had you chosen positive energy. In other words, there is no excuse for going to negative energy first, thinking it will get you somewhere else next. It won't. Negative energy will get you to a negative result, period, end of story. However, some people need to be as low as they can get for them to realize, oh, that's where I am. I got to get out of here. Well, you got yourself in. Next time, just be smarter and don't get in at all. And some of us do get smarter and some of us don't. And one of the most playful things that I will be sharing on Monday uh, is the 95-5 strategy, which I've created. And if you Google it, you'll find out what it's all about. But it comes down to a really simple concept. 95% of the time, human beings will draw from the negative energy. It's our natural inclination. We are wired that way. Except that there's the other 5%. And that other 5%, only the people who want to be served best. Only the people who want to have a more compelling life. Only the people who want to harness their best self will go to the 5% first. And what I will do is explain and show and demonstrate what it is and why it is so that, and you know what? Let me do it right now. Balin, repeat after me. Here's the key phrase for the 95-5 strategy. Repeat after me word for word, please. Always. Again, oh, you're on mute, please. Always. Always, again, always. Always. Again, always. Always. You got the idea? One more time, always. Always. Always, 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 always start on the 5% side. Always, 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 in always, start on the 5% side. Exactly. <laughs> Because what we'll find out on Monday is what you can do when you start on the 5% side as compared to what you don't get when you choose the 95% side. How cool is that? Oh, do we even want to go to the 95% side? Ah, uh, from the 5% side you can, but not first. Okay, got it. Oh, yeah, it's, that's why, that's why you always- duality. I love what you're talking about because it, it really puts everything in perspective and and when you think about it, when you're in a dark room, that's 100% negative, but you put in even just a pinpoint of light, which is positive, and the dark is gone. You know. You want a, you want a really creative idea? Let's, sure. let's, play, let's play a really easy game to show you how profound what you just said was. It really was. Balin, if I wanted to create light, how would I do that? Give me some ideas. Open a window. Good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, light a match. Good. Uh, find a light source like a like a flashlight and turn it on. Great. 
Yeah, all great ideas. One more, just for the sake of example. Hmm? One more. Oh, um, well, <laughs> this is well, here's one. Light, light a match. I would, think, I would think about. I would think about what is light. I would think light. I would visualize Perfect. light internally. Yeah. Exactly. So you understand that there are many ways of creating light, correct? Yes. Okay. Part two. How do you create dark? You have to cover everything. Oh, that's not creating dark. That's just covering light. Yeah, you cover the light. So you're not creating dark. You're covering the light. They're not the same thing. Okay. In other words, and you can come up with as many other examples as you like, they will always be the same. The one and only way to create dark is by in some way taking away from the light that is already there. Mm-hmm. But you'd have to take it away 100%. Or, or, or shades, shades of it, okay? Dark, maybe darkness instead of dark, how's that? Okay. In other words, the shadows are important. If you're out in the middle of a hot sun, you appreciate the shade of a tree. <laughs> Yes. But it's the tree that's blocking the heat in the sun, correct? In other right. words, nixing negativity is not so much about really wiping out the negativity, although it's a catchy phrase, and you like the alliteration. When do you nix negativity? Now. Because mm -hmm. that's the only time we have is now. Past is gone, future hasn't happened yet, and we're in the now. All about mindfulness and thoughtfulness and so on. So the key behind the nixing of the negativity is to understand in the now, what are we and what can we be doing to get a more compelling life for us, for our families, for our communities, and for the world, to make the world a better place. I think more of us need to be doing that. And that's, again, kudos to you for this summit coming up, bringing together so many talented people, all of us, wanting to make the world a better place, one person at a time. Yes. And, you know, the thing is, what's so encouraging is that there are so many of us out there now. It did not take long. Once I, I got really clear on what I wanted to do, I, I told my spirit guides, okay, who's supposed to be in the room? And within a week, it was full. Within a week, it was full. And some people look around for a year to fill their slate. I have to do this four times a year. <laughs> I've got my summit four times a year, so I'm constantly looking, yet I had kind of, I, I hadn't done it for a little, I had taken like a month off of looking. And, um, and when, I look, when I looked at my slate, I thought, oh my gosh, I only have four people signed up so far. I better get cracking on this. And this, this is this reset and reinvent in this transformative time was really the theme. And so you were one of the first people to show up. <laughs> and, and we happened to meet through a medium that didn't exist a year ago and completely by chance, they say, or maybe it wasn't by chance. We were meant to meet. Yeah. All synchronicity. All synchronicity. That's the way. That's my positive way of looking at the world. Everything happens for a reason. There are no mistakes. There are no accidents. Things happen for a reason. I've actually got a great idea on, on a metaphor that works for this. 
Can I just take a 10 second pause, go grab it and come right back? Sure, sure, One we'll sec. still be here. <laughs> so as I said, um, we have the Dreammaker Summit every quarter. Um, in December of last year, we actually had one called Transitioning into 2020 when we were, we were really looking at what is the next decade hold for us. And then each time we, we've looked at a different part of the Dreammaker Matrix, um, we had uh, in, in spring, we talked about your connection to spirit, your, your connection to your spirit guides and how you gain inspiration in all areas of your life. And um, then we did uh, the summer summit. The summer summit was, um, uh, was about mindset. We really focused on the mindset and how you, you think, how you speak, how you use words creates the world that you experience. So we looked at that at, at uh, all the areas. You know, the matrix is a hologram. You know, the way you look at your life is a hologram. Uh, the five areas are within each of the five areas. So that's how I create this uh, the summit. And so this time we're looking at reinventing because what we're what we're doing is we are physicalizing and bringing into um, bringing into our world uh, how we are showing up uh, in our business, in uh, how how our mindset is a, around money and value and contribution. Uh, and, and really, we're focusing a bit more on business, you know, people who have a business or who run or manage uh, whole units, which is almost like having a business. So uh, looking at how are you thinking and in this transformative time, right? Um, it's so important that if you were just playing around a little bit and just kind of, you know, dipping your toe in the water, not that anymore. This is time to dive in and swim. It's this time to really stop doing the thinking about it. Time to do it. It's really time to do it because it's so critical. Right now, it is so critical. We are in this time of massive uh, energy uh, that is propelling us forward into the future. How you think about what is possible will determine what your experience is going to be. So, we're hoping to help make it a positive one and to nix that negativity, right, Coach Paul? That's right. <laughs> so what do you have? I wanted to share with you, and I'll, I'll use this again on Monday. People may have seen this before. This is a magician's trick. And I'm going to okay. show it to you on camera as a metaphor. Okay. And this is what you're doing, Balin, to bring all of us and the world together into this summit to understand we may not all have the answers that we're looking for, but the answers are out there. So what we need to do is to hang around the people who either have the answers or know who has the answers to empower us and to empower those that matter to us. So this is the magician's trick. This is a pair of horseshoes and there is a metal ring in the middle of the horseshoes. And I just want to show you that there is no way that you can get that ring off of those horseshoes. But I'm doing this all on camera to explain to you that people have difficulty with the concept saying, but Paul, I can't get the ring off the horseshoes. And I say, yeah, it is really hard, isn't it? <laughs> and you watched it all on camera. 
And you yeah. saw that that ring was on the horseshoes and would not come off. But somehow, when you know the answer, all you need to do is to harness it to get a better result. Mm-hmm. And in my Nick's Negativity Now session, which is part of the Get Unstuck Now Breakthrough Coaching process, it's all about how do we do that trick, which wasn't magic at all, but the illusion of it was profound and powerful, wasn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> that was great. That was great. It- Yes. I mean, the mind is incredible. And it's harnessing the power of the mind. Now, part of it is harnessing the power of the word and the word, the words string them together, they become the thoughts and the beliefs that, you know, are, are the mind that you bring into into play. What do you see as the, the main presenting problem for people right now? We're gonna be watching this on replay for many years from now, going back and thinking about what the world was like during the COVID-19 scenario. And you and I are talking live right now about just under two years of being in this stuff. And quite frankly, between you and me and the rest of the world, I don't think there's an answer for this thing yet, as much as we try with all of the variations and all of the other things that are happening. I mean, even those that are at the forefront of the research and having done great things, they're looking at lockdown again in the fourth phase of COVID. So your question is, what is it all about and what does it bring to us? My belief, it's more of a learning about how to adapt in the moment to the crises that are going on. There isn't a good place in the world right now different than where we happen to be, only because this is a worldwide global pandemic. So what can we learn from this? Just be the best that we can to work with what we've got to help ourselves, our families, our communities, and in essence, the world. Uh, In fact, I just heard something the other day, which I thought was a genius idea. I don't know why it's taken so long, but it's here now. There are countries in the world that cannot afford to vaccinate their people. So there are companies and groups and organizations which have started the opportunity to crowdfund so people can put a couple of dollars into this account that will go directly to those countries that cannot afford to, to help them with their populations. And I think that's a beautiful idea. uh, And that's all part of making the world a better place. Yeah, I think that's that, that right there, what you just said, is where we're really making a big shift. We're not thinking about just ourselves anymore. Although we do think of ourselves first and foremost, right? But, but we that need to, Balin, think, think about the safety uh, thing on the airplane. Who puts their mask on first? Yeah. Us. Absolutely. So yeah. we're not much used to anybody else if we're not there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I call it, I call it that oxygen moment, right? <laughs> so... So we're in that, that space right now where, where we have to decide, okay, number one, I'm going to do the oxygen for myself first so that number two, I can help the rest of the world. And that second part is where we're really stretching into. Before, there was a segment within each of our societies where, you know, these are the people who are there to serve. But that is not, uh, that, that's becoming more uh, ubiquitous. It's everywhere now, right? More and more people are, are looking at, well, 
it's, it's in my best interest to serve or to help or to comfort or to make things easier for someone else. I feel good about that. I feel good. It helps me to feel positive and good about the world. And so um, that's what's shifting. We're not so, so self-centered and um, thinking just about struggle, although, you know, that's a big shift we're going through, right? Focusing and expecting that life has to be a struggle, right? That, I think that may take a generation or two or three, <laughs> but, you know, it's pretty well entrenched, but we're starting to chip away at that. It doesn't have to be a struggle. It doesn't have to be a struggle. Or, or, or if it mind. does, or if it does, just temporary. Yes. Remember, yes. getting stuck is normal, but staying stuck is a choice. Exactly. exactly. Or, or I, I heard this the other day, and I think you and I were on the same call when we were taking part in it, where they were talking about the difference between pain and hurt. Mm. And the quote was, pain is inevitable, but hurt mm. is 100% optional. Uh, no, and somebody asked a question about that. And the answer was, we break our leg, we're in pain, we go to the hospital, it has to be put in a cast, we get all of that. Mm -hmm. But what about all of that anger and that shame and that feeling down? That's all the hurt that's totally incidental and none of it is required. Right. And it's temporary. It comes up temporarily because it wants to be healed. It comes up from the past. It comes up from our DNA, right? Yep. Things that were passed down to us. And it's our turn in this generation to stop the cycle of whatever that pain is. Absolutely. Yeah. And do you want an interesting piece on that as well? Our unconscious mind has the ability and does this very well to bring back previous experiences that were unresolved to give us an opportunity to resolve them now. Now, here's the distinction I'd like to make. Have you ever noticed the answer is yes? Have you ever noticed that when it brings back those previous painful experiences, we can remember them with great detail with the exception of one component? What is that one component? We have no access to the feelings that we had at that time when we were in pain. None. We can talk about it. We can reference it. But there's no way to feel it. Bless mm. our bodies and our minds for letting us reserve the opportunity to bring back previous experiences without the capability to refill it. How cool is that? Well, I would adjust that a little bit okay. um, because that's what they do in hypnotherapy. They actually go into the feeling and reprogram it. But there's a because difference there too. That's mm -hmm. not in our three-dimensional construct. Hypnosis takes us into that hypnotic state on the fourth dimension. Yes. So we are actually sitting in a comfy lounge chair looking at a movie of us mm -hmm. and going to that place while watching the movie and only for an instant going into the movie and back out of the movie to do what you just described. Mm -hmm. We don't have to yeah. relive all the other experiences that happened after it. No. <laughs> that's, that's the key. That's key. 
Yes. Yes. We don't have to do all of the other extraneous things. The whole package. No, we can just, we can move the one domino and then everything else is shifted. Exactly. And that's, that's one of the greatest things. I'm board certified to certify doctors in hypnotherapy. Mm-hmm. And I don't use it very often because I have better tools. Mm-hmm. What are my better tools? Timeline therapy to take people up onto the fourth dimension on a journey. And that is super cool. Yes. Yes. And it's, it's fast. <laughs> How fast? Instant fast. Yeah. Yep. 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 There you go. There you go. And that's, that's the beautiful part, right? All of the people who are coming to the, to the forefront now, they've had their journey of healing and they're all of these tools that they've gathered along the way. And, you know, uh, one of my teachers once called me, oh, Bailan, you're a, you're, a, you're a patchwork shaman. You have this tool and that tool and that. You have all of these different ways of helping and healing. And you just pull out whatever tool, pull it out of your basket. This is the one that that's I need amazing. now. There it is, right? <laughs> but that's what everybody does, right? The, those people who have stepped into the space and said, okay, I want to help in the healing of people and the world. And these are the tools I'm bringing to the table, right? We bring all of it, including our own experience, especially our own experience, because exactly. that's who we can help the most. Yeah. So no, no one coach or healer is exactly like the other because we all have our own life experience and combination of tools, which is exciting. <laughs> ah, so um, what do you, you know, if someone, if you knew someone was preparing to attend the summit next week, uh, to be fully present, what would you suggest they do this week? What a great idea. I'd suggest two things. Uh, number one, to take out a blank piece of paper and to write down what it is that they most want to learn about. Mm-hmm. Now, they may not know which speaker is going to be helping to resolve that for them. They may not know who they're going to be meeting, who's also going to be in the audience. But if they have a general idea of where they'd like to go, they can change their mind along the way. But if they don't know where they want to go, what did the Cheshire Cat say in Alice in Wonderland? If you don't know where you want to go, you might end up somewhere else. <laughs> or, or, or the Cheshire Cat actually better said, if you don't know where you want to go, any road will do. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> For those who love traveling, I think they like the second one. Yeah. <laughs> it's the adventure of discovery of new spaces. Um, but, you know, those, for me, it's the internal territory that's fascinating, you know. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's what I would say, just to have a general sense on where they'd like to go. And they might even talk to their friends and colleagues, wherever they are in the world, and say, I'm going to be on this summit. Join me, too. Because uh, that way, more than one person can work with other people to help each other to find their way in this crazy thing we call our world. Yes, yes. Well, I'm, I'm uh, finishing putting together a booklet for all of our attendees so that they can take notes. And that question's in there. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. That's awesome. 
I am so looking forward to this. And, you know, and it's going to be able to help people even after the summit. It'll be Absolutely. available for people to be able to access. Um, there's so much. There's going to be so much juice, so much powerful information next week. I'm just so looking forward. And, I, and I'm grateful. I'm so grateful and appreciative of everyone coming to the room to help me in this and to make this happen. Yeah. Thank you so that, much. That, that for speaks to you, Baylan. That speaks to you. Your energy is what attracted all of us. And again, mm -hmm. I'm so proud to be part of it. You and I began on this journey with this yeah. summit, but we're going to continue in so many awesome ways. And you know, I feel so good about that too. Yes, yes. I am so looking forward to that, Coach Paul. Dreammaker Summit, and we're going to have our summit next week from September 13th to 17th, and I am absolutely thrilled to have one of our speakers here uh, previewing a little bit, and I love your background. <laughs> I have Linda Sunshine West coming to us. She is the, the founder and the leader of Women Action Takers, a wonderful organization uh, of women that are taking action and supporting each other in doing so. And uh, she's going to be talking to us about breaking through fear, because, you know, when you go and you go into something new, like becoming an entrepreneur, you have all of those skills and talents that you bring to the table, but then all of a sudden the fears come up. So she's going to talk to us about breaking through the fear so that you can live the life that you truly want to live. So welcome, Linda. Thank you so much for having me. And I must admit that my dog just started barking. So if you hear that in the background, it's him and I can't control him because I'm nowhere near him. But you know, I'm really excited about this summit because you know, fear is something that stops us all. You know, we all have fear. I don't care who you are, whether you're a child or an, a you know, grown, grown adult, or you know, somebody who's extremely successful making millions and millions of dollars or billions of dollars, they still have fears too. How do I know? Because I've interviewed many of them to ask them that one question, do you have any fears? And so one thing that that did for me is it helped me to see that I'm not alone and I realize that we all do have them and that just kind of normalizes it. So what we're going to be talking about at the summit is about how to break through fears. I have a simple seven step process that I'm going to walk you through that is going to guarantee that every single time you have a fear that you will break through it. I use this process myself on a regular basis and uh, why, like, why do I even do this? Well, in 2015, I decided to face a fear every single day. And I did that because I realized that I had so many fears that were stopping me. So during that journey, I learned a lot and I'm gonna share with you, you know, some of the details of that. And, and again, you know, how you yourself can break through your fears in seven simple steps that eventually it'll take you less than three seconds to do. So you wanna definitely wanna tune into that uh, session that I'm holding. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. I can't wait because I have to say that I've been I've been unwinding one really long thread of a fear that um, all of a sudden yesterday not only came to a head, it just became crystal clear. It's like I looked down this canyon and I could see the whole thing and where the whole road came through. Now, 
seven steps, three seconds. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I used to, some things that were scary for me, I would fret over them for weeks or even months and sometimes even years, you know, and just would never do them. But again, you know, the, this simple seven steps, I, this is something I taught myself during that year of facing fears every single day. And I used it every day, you know, and it just really made it so that, you know, fears were no longer scary. And approaching fearful situations has now become part of my comfort zone. Like, oh, that is scary. I'm going to do it because I'm scared. So just changing my, my lifestyle, my mantras, you know, how I, how I word things has changed the way I live my life. And so you're, you'll, you're in for a treat. Oh, so looking forward to it. So looking forward to it. Thank you for coming on for just a few minutes. I really appreciate that. And um, I have to say, I just love the picture behind you, this little girl. Oh my gosh, let her go. Well, you know, so I'll just give you a little <laughs> sneak peek. Um, yeah. When I was five years old, you know, a lot of us run away when we're kids, but when I was five, I ran away and I was gone for an entire week. Wow. Now, I'll, I'll tell you at the summit where I ran away to. So again, another reason to tune in, because that's usually the first question people ask me. But, you know, I was five, I ran away. And when I came home, that brave little girl that ran away came home terrified. So I ended up being terrified for the next several decades to come. And that's why I faced a fear every day in 20, you know, 2015. I was 51 years old. And so it's this little picture here, this little girl, I, I'm imagining she's probably about five years old. I just went to Google and Googled, you know, a powerful young girl or something like that. And this image came up. And so it, it really reminds me that I was her at one point. And it's time for me to be reminded that I am still her now. I just need to step through those fears to have her courage. Yes. And you know, the wonderful thing is I've, what I have found is that when you face your fears and you step through the doorway that those fears have created, you step through that doorway and you have a, such this, such a, an incredible feeling of release and uh, the energy that just is, is uh, unleashed is incredible. So um, I'm not sure if you could still see me or hear me. Um, oh, well, she's gone. So. <laughs> Yeah, so she was talking about incredible release and uh, you know from fears breaking through them. Yeah, we're going to talk about that as well. I'm going to talk about enlarging the size of your comfort zone. We're going to talk all about fear. So tune in. It's going to be an amazing session, and we will see you there. I am Linda Sunshine, and I'll see you there.